there. Welcome to the Champions for Parents podcast. We are Tom and Julie Meekins, friends and supporters of parents and caregivers affected by disability. We love them and we are them. We are them. We also support folks who serve those with disabilities and their families in ministry. This podcast is for you because you care about disability ministry in churches. Whether you are a ministry leader who is staff or a volunteer, or you are a parent of a child with a disability, or if you have a disability yourself, this podcast is for you. Today on the podcast, we are talking about how disability ministry in the church works best as a whole church ministry or as an individual department. For the last four years, we have spent a significant amount of time meeting with and collaborating with leaders all over the country who are passionate about keeping disability ministry on many levels moving and growing and about supporting those along the way who want to participate in the movement. We are very optimistic. We see many ministry leaders' mindsets changing and gaining a better understanding of people with disabilities and their role in the church. We know that people with disabilities and people without disabilities all have the same basic needs Mm -hmm. in church, to belong, to worship, to learn and grow in the word of God, in other words, to be discipled, and to serve. We've been doing a lot of thinking about the body of Christ as a unit, universally, and then the body of Christ in the local church. When we can integrate on some level across all ministries, It is, we believe, getting to the place where Jesus wants us. One unified body, interacting, building each other up, discipling one another, serving each other, and serving together to reach out to the world around us, spurring each other toward love and good deeds, encouraging each other. Beautiful picture right there. We're hopeful because we are observing that more of God's people are intentionally enfolding our friends with disabilities in church life in a more meaningful way. But there is much more to be done. Yes. We ask parents of loved ones, children and adults, with disabilities and disability ministry leaders across the country this question. When you hear the statement, disability ministry is a whole church ministry, not just a department, what comes to your mind? And here's some answers that came out. A mom of a team with multiple physical disabilities shared this. What comes to mind for me is if you look at, say, the music ministry. Not everyone is on the worship team or sings in the choir. They may not sing at all, but they hear the music and it's a part of their church experience. Disability should just be a normal part as well. You don't have to be serving in that department, but still interact with and include those with disabilities. Yes. And an adoptive mom of two young adults with multiple disabilities made this observation. I see this on Sunday mornings where we sit. There's a young man who I think started coming a month or so ago who has special needs. And the people that sit in our general area have befriended him. Note, he sits in that area every week and we all greet him and one lady saves him a seat. Don't you love that Mm, picture? Yes. This is a fine example of God's people loving God's people regardless of disability. 
I'm guessing that the people extending friendship to this young man are not thinking of themselves as being in disability ministry. Uh, they're just enfolding this young man into their arena. Yeah, this is good. A mom of two adult children with complex disabilities shared her experience of when the church did not step into a place of supporting her family. She says, I agree with all of the above except that I think it truly becomes a church ministry when more people desire to become involved and that each special individual's needs can be met. Sadly, my kids missed out because there were no volunteers for Wednesday. That broke my heart. Also, it is a full church ministry when the vision for the ministry is frequently shared with the congregation some of whom may not know an opportunity for service even exists. Right, and she's got a good point. I wonder how many people would be willing to step into the supportive role this mom needed for her children if they only knew about the need. Uh, do we need to do a better job at communicating opportunities to help? I think we do. Yeah. We are sad to report that this mom is not the only parent sharing heartbreaking stories of how they were rejected over and over again as they strove to help the church understand not only the needs of their children and their family as a whole, but even stories of how a pastor, who also has a child with special needs, worked on ways to bring disability awareness and support to his church and was shot down for his efforts. Yeah, this should not be. It should not yeah. be. What can we do? You know, this next story is filled with examples of how the church can make a difference in the lives of families affected by disability. Listen to what a mom of a teenage daughter with autism, anxiety, and other mental health struggles shared about the youth pastor's shepherding of her daughter. She said, to me, it means not just having a separate program from special needs individuals, but providing the resources to integrate them into other ministries. She had an adult volunteer, her daughter had a, an adult volunteer that was with her the whole time. She was allowed to leave service with this adult if she got overwhelmed. They set up a space where she could hear the service, but had access to fidgets and other soothing things. They knew to text us if certain things happened. The youth pastor came and prayed over and with us many times. That meant so much to us. Our hat is off to this youth pastor. Mm -hmm. He supported this teenager and her family on many levels. Let's talk about them. Yes, very much so. Number one, he incorporated her into the life of youth ministry. Yes. And second, he provided a volunteer specifically assigned to this young girl. Yes, he no doubt trained the volunteer to be flexible and to know the resources available to her as she supported this teen. For example, she went with the girl when things were overwhelming to a place where she could still listen to the service and also had fidgets and other soothing things to help her anxiety and her sensory overwhelm. The volunteer supported the parents and the teen by alerting the parents when they were needed. The youth pastor prayed with them many times. Wow, this is the leadership of the church, leaning into the meaning of shepherding, no matter what it took. And so far we've been talking about the perspective of the parents. And uh, let's, let's hear from some of the ministry leaders. Uh, full disclosure, some of the ministry leaders are also parents of children with disabilities. 
Again, the question we asked was, when you hear the statement, disability ministry is a whole church ministry, not just a department, what comes to your mind? And one leader had this to say. I'm not sure disability should be a ministry. Belonging Mm. is the ultimate connection, and there's disability present in kids, students, men's, women's, and those are already ministries. It's helpful to have a team that specializes in creating accommodations to facilitate participation for the disabled or neurodiverse in those ministries. But my concern is, if we call it disability ministry, then we automatically assign those with disabilities into that group when integration is what they may really want. Yes, and here's some thoughts from other disability ministry leaders. Um, Incorporation of everyone who comes, giving them a place in the body is the goal. And we agree with that. Yes, we do. This next leader is describing the need for someone or several someones who oversee those with disabilities getting needs met wherever they are in the church. And also someone who is good at communicating the mission and reason to all leaders in all departments. Maybe it's me being hopeful, but my first thought is a collaboration amongst all the ministries to meet the needs in all life stages. But that only works if those skilled in disability ministry are in the center driving the need accommodations and keeping everyone um, everyone on the same page. And I can see the merit of that role. I can too. That's, yeah. that's a good thought. Somebody central that's, that's coordinating. Right, you know. right. This leader shares a similar concept. They said, you can have a disability ministry team and still have everything integrated. I am all for having it as integrated as possible, but you still need leaders that fully understand what barriers need broken down and how to do it. I think having that team also helps with identifying best ways for individuals to transition from one department to another as they age. Yes, and another leader agreed, said, absolutely. I just recently started working with my church to figure out what they, uh, what they had to do or what they were going to do with my 18-year-old daughter with Down syndrome and others like her in our church. Hmm. Good thoughts. You know, I love collaborating like this and getting others' mm-hmm. thoughts because we all have different experiences that we can bring to the table. So here's some parting remarks from disability ministry leaders. One said, it's part of the DNA of the church. And then another said, for me, finally, someone gets it. And another, the body of Christ functioning as it should. So, in conclusion. So, so maybe the question isn't, is disability ministry a whole church ministry or a department? Maybe the question is, how do we truly love and serve all of God's people in a way that really matters Maybe it isn't an either-or situation, but instead a march toward making sure that all people, disabilities or not, are weaved into the very fabric of the church life for the glory of God. Don't you feel like that's probably what heaven will be like? We're all working together. Yeah, yeah. There's needs all over the place. And just love God and loving people. But then in heaven, 
Yes, they'll mm-hmm. be yes. Love, love God. Love. Such a unity of yes, God's the people. glory of God. Yes. If you or anyone you know would benefit by having a conversation about any topic related to raising kids or living with adults with disability or serving these families in church, we would love to chat with you. We are no smarter than you are. We just have lived through a few experiences and walked through experiences with other families and ministry folks and may have ideas that could help you in your journey. We also just want you to know that you are not alone. And sometimes we just need to chat with someone about next steps. If you want to engage with us by email, phone, or Zoom, let us know with an email to champions4parents at gmail.com. It is our joy to be available to you. And we invite you to check out our website, at championsforparents.com, where you will find blogs and podcasts like these, and um, our story and other resources. Also, come find our Champions for Parents page on Facebook. Are you getting our monthly email updates? We would love to keep you in the know about ongoing and upcoming events, resources, and information relevant to you. Email us at championsforparents at gmail.com and let us know you want to get our updates. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to having you back the next time. Goodbye for now. Goodbye.